issues of religion continue to be at the forefront of the political transition in Egypt. One of the key areas is the treatment of religious minorities. Civil rights groups such as Amnesty International and Human Rights Watch have already complained the new constitution drafted by an Islamist-led committee leaves out key protections for Christians, Baha'is, Hindus. Even so, fears that life for these minorities would rapidly deteriorate under President Mohamed Morsi's new government have yet to be realized. But as Egypt moves toward parliamentary elections amid the riots and protests that are racking the country, these religious minorities are nervous. Their political rights may be slipping away. Kimberly Adams reports from Cairo. Father Constantine Yusuf chants a blessing over a squalling infant he's baptizing at St. Mark's Orthodox Church in the Cairo suburb of 6th of October City. Coptic Christians are Egypt's largest religious minority at about 10% of the population. Many of them aren't convinced by promises of religious equality from Morsi's Islamist government. Somehow the speech is good. We have some hope things will go okay. But what, what is doing on the land? I think it's not what we are hoping or any of the Egyptians were hoping. These Christians have reason to be concerned about both their political and physical safety. Violence against cops in Egypt increased after the revolution that ousted Hosni Mubarak two years ago. At least three churches have been attacked since Morsi came to office in June. Father Constantine grieves for the losses, but says these incidents are overblown. Maybe this accident uh, goes through the media and give the image as if it's the dominant picture uh, or image in Egypt. But uh, to be honest, I can't tell you this is the dominant case. He says most Christians and Muslims in Egypt get along just fine. Many political leaders in the Christian community, though, blame radical Islamists for the attacks and the Morsi government for failing to protect their houses of worship. The Muslim Brotherhood counters that these attacks are less about religious strife and more about a dysfunctional security apparatus. Gahad el-Haddad is spokesman for the group. The Muslim Brotherhood offices were, about 36 offices were burnt during the last conflict in Egypt. Does that mean there's a religious attack against us? Of course not. It means that the police is not good enough to actually protect these buildings. It's a practical error that happens in such a dysfunctional state post-revolution. The nature of that post-revolution state is outlined in Egypt's new constitution. Egyptians approved it in a December referendum, but that was after representatives of Christian parties and religious authorities walked out of the drafting committee in the fall. Hossam Baghdad of the Egyptian Initiative for Personal Rights says the Islamist slant of the constitution actually takes the country backwards. It guarantees freedom of religion, but it only establishes protection for the right to practice religion to the three Abrahamic religions of Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, and limiting the right to establish places of worship also to these three big religions. At the editorial meeting of the Christian newspaper Watani, they discuss events affecting the Christian minority throughout the country. Chief editor Yusuf Sidholm says though the Constitution technically guarantees religious freedom, a later clause in the document saying Sharia law should guide legislation makes him worry. Any judge would say, well, the Constitution says that the Egyptians are all equal, but the Constitution doesn't say in what way they are equal. 
there lies the threat and the damage. But Christians and Jews are at least mentioned in the Constitution. Smaller minority groups, such as Buddhists, Hindus, and Baha'is, aren't mentioned at all. Baha'is in Egypt hold devotional meetings in their homes, reading verses from the Quran, Bible, Torah, and other religious texts. At this meeting, led by Basma Musa, the topic is the importance of prayer. She says her group is praying for Egypt, where Baha'is can't list their faith on legal documents or build houses of worship. Musa says she doesn't mind worshipping in her home, but a bigger issue is that the government doesn't recognize Baha'i marriages. It is difficult for any ladies, especially, you know, that uh, when she walks with her husband, that uh, any, anybody can stop her. Musa, a university professor, is pleased at the interest her fellow Egyptians have taken in Baha'i rights since the revolution. Now she hopes the government will take interest. Because um, uh, after constitution, uh, till now, there is no, not, nothing speaking about Baha'is, and we are waiting for our uh, full citizenship. If that change is going to happen, it will likely be done by the next parliament. Parliamentary elections are supposed to be held sometime in the next few months, and civil rights activist Hossam Baguette says that will be the best opportunity to expand religious freedom in the country. The next parliament is going to be extremely important because it's going to debate and pass all the laws that enact provisions of the new constitution. Some laws could mitigate um, the negative impact of some of the flawed provisions of this constitution, and some laws could actually make things worse. Some Christians are mobilizing to support moderate Muslim candidates. Muslim Brotherhood spokesman Haddad says he's happy for any group to work within the democratic process to change the constitution, but that people should keep in mind the unique nature of politics in Egypt. Both Muslims, Copts uh, and Jews are all very religious in Egypt. Um, and there should not be a contradiction between a secular law of the state and a religious law of uh, one of these three religions. Because if contradictions happen, most citizens would take on the religious law and disregard the state's law. Laws that still need to be written by a parliament that still needs to be elected in a country still deeply divided. For America Abroad, I'm Kimberly Adams in Cairo.